welcome back fellas Indeed. we're fresh off um great episode and 15 mm-hmm. um lots of great feedback talking about mixes shout out to dj craze putting in his two cents literally hey no argument on his comment nope. no at all very very effective i think he jumps in every once in a while in the comments just to remind you motherfuckers yeah just he still runs forgot. shit like, i'm that yeah. guy right now yeah i'm that dude like, he's like hey, the og that still it. lets you know like yo just in case y'all want the smoke i got the smoke yeah. hey listen but look I'm mad at him for nobody it. want that we got some amazing things to talk about today, but uh, of course, as always, let's talk about our mm-hmm. weekend. Um, Star Rail? Yeah. Me? Yeah, we're just going to uh, put it on man. you. Pause. Uh, where is I at? Los Globos. Los Globos. Friday, I was in San Diego. Um, you had a busy That was weekend. okay. It was kind of slow okay. from what I'm used to, but right. um, it was cool. Um, Saturday during the day, I was at Harriet. Shout out to DJ Night Train. We did uh, the trial. Yeah, event. we were yeah. all there. These two gentlemen came through. Was that know? for a hot second? Yeah. yeah. You guys came through, so you guys already know what that was like. That was fun. And then Saturday night, I was at Los Globos with DJ Prince, uh, New York the Giant at Los, uh, Los Globos doing For the Love. Yeah. And that event was dope. We had a lot yeah. of fun. Crowd was fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was cool. We had a great time. Dope. What about okay. you guys? Um. Thursday, Omnia in uh, San Diego. It was right. a lot of fun. Shout out to those guys. Um, and then I did, and then Saturday afternoon, we went to a Young and Reckless event. Oh, morning. Don't even, yeah. Oh, yeah, don't, don't, don't sell us yeah. short. We woke up. Yeah, we got up early. <laughs> oh, Saturday, right? I was yeah, awake. Saturday, yeah. I yeah. came through. He was like, I'm from, exhausted. From 10 right to now. about 5, 4.35. Yeah. I still don't yeah. remember what and I would did. would you call it a keynote? Uh yeah, I would say a collection of keynotes, collection, yeah. panelists, uh, you know, successful entrepreneurs yeah. and uh people with a lot of great insight in life. Shout out to Drama, mm-hmm. uh the whole group chat squad over there, um, Dean Anon. Um but Drama did the same, man, like putting together that yeah. event, a lot of great panelists. Casey Adams. Casey Adams, of host. course, um, and all those dudes. But um I don't know, how how'd you feel about I mean I you put me on to Trevor Moawad. Yeah. Right? And yeah. I mean, for those that don't know, like he's super into like sports psychology, kind of like yeah. strength conditioning with the mind and yeah. He's uh very aligned with Russell Wilson. Go, and go. His, um, his whole thing is take the emotions out, just be neutral and just perform. Right. When we have emotions in the things we're off balance or right. or we make excuses, but um I I love what he he's he did the short story long which is where I um, with with drama which yep. is where I heard him, and you know it's like we all kind of hear the same shit in this entrepreneurial entrepreneurial world right yeah, so um so he had something slightly different to say he's not even he didn't even know what an entrepreneur was he didn't know what he was getting himself into and so this is all new to him so right. I, I really believe him I don't think he's doing it for any other purpose of gaining money and yeah. lying to people. So I, I think he's authentic. Dope. Um, and then later on that night I did playhouse and, um, and I, I didn't feel my set. You didn't feel it. Uh, I wasn't Why? feeling it. Um, I think there was a disconnection from the crowd. And let, let me say uh, why I feel this way has nothing to do with playhouse. I think yeah. they had their usual sold out crowd. Mm-hmm. Their, their usuals there. And, um, and shout out to Peso mm-hmm. for giving me the opportunity. Y'all hear the Latin accent on that right there. Peso? I see you. Peso. That's how you know he was born. Honorable mention. Around some Latinos. At me. At me. Look me up. Acute me. Um, 
Google yeah, so I, I don't know. I, I, and I have no problem saying that because I feel like if we can sit here and talk about how dope we are and yeah. how we kill shit. Gotta, and, you got to be transparent, my Yeah, brother. like, hey, you know, we don't always have the best sets. No, not and at all. I just, I felt, like, and to answer your question, I felt like there was a, from 12.30 to about 1, there was a disconnection. Maybe the crowd was um, still getting situated. Okay. Because, you know, hip-hop crowds are late, but... I feel like what I've noticed at a, at hip hop clubs like that, twelve forty five is when they're really ready to go, and and I was I felt like I was playing all the right songs, and again like Playhouse isn't like every other club, it is not even like every other hip hop club. Yeah, like I did the research, I did what I had to do, I went there a number <clears throat> of times within the last few months, mm -hmm. so I felt like um, I probably didn't know the tracks as well as I should have because you really have to be in and out with some of these tracks. Yeah, and. Um, and then I think I could have been better on the mic. I could have been had a more a better connection with the, the crowd on the mic. But around one, which I feel like is where it got taken up to another level. Yeah. That's also when Peso got on the mic, okay. dropped Dreams and Nightmares. And I feel like after that, it was better. I don't know if it was like a kill shot after that, but mm -hmm. it was, uh, to me, significantly better. Okay. And, you know, Peso knows how to connect with those people. And, and it's crazy because a club like Playhouse... You have to, um, or that kind of atmosphere, you have to, um, I was really into what I was going to play next as opposed to connecting with the crowd on the mic. Like mm. in that moment, I'm really realizing how much you have to know the tracks or how well you have to know the tracks and, and how it's like, you just got to be quick and, yeah. and go out, you know, say what you got to say to them or say things to get them going. And so it was It was a great learning experience. And I was telling Shoney the other day, I'm like, I said, you know, I'm doing Playhouse. I've never done this spot or I haven't done it in like six years. So it's it's a whole different situation. Yeah. I said, you know, like, why wouldn't I? Like, this is a, like, we live for the challenges. Yeah. Exactly. Like, I don't care if I get my head cut off. You know, I'm, I, I enjoyed the challenge of preparing for that. And we do the same shit every day. We do, we work with the same crowds or the same clubs every day. Yeah. So why not step out of your comfort zone and try something different? All you're gonna do is grow from it. Yeah. You know, my ego is shot, but I can live with that. I can I'll eventually get over that. But yeah. if anything, I can grow from that experience and I'll still continue to go to Playhouse and take notes on what those guys are doing just because I'm a student of the game. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, that was that was my whole experience. I, I wanted to share with the, the listeners because it's all good if you don't have the best set or if you don't have a connection. Yeah. You know, take it on the chin and keep it moving. Keep it pushing. Yeah. Yeah. So that well, was that. Mike, how was your, uh, your weekend? Oh, well, I didn't I didn't spend this weekend, um, but I did get to a chance to go check out um, Dre Sinatra at Avenue for yep. his birthday. Ty Dollar Sign perform. Um, what day uh, was perform. that, Friday? That was Friday night at Avenue. Um, <clears throat> that was dope. Dre did his thing, of course. Uh, Ty went on and did a, you know, I mean – does with Ty the does. people love Ty. Yeah. yeah. And his uh there's two records. Uh hopefully I, I can remember the names, but um Wicked Wicked Games or Weekend Games. I, I think it might be Wicked Games. Um that record's fire. Mm. Unreleased. Um, unreleased. Mm. And uh Ego with Kanye West is oh, like shit. fire. Mm. So Kanye West is on a track called Ego. And I it's, can't wait. And what's crazy is these both of these records, I remember Dre dropping them back in like May, like mm. at Avenue also. Mm. And it's just like one of those where you're just like, damn, like these these records need to drop. So of course we're all waiting on the album. Yeah. Um but uh yeah, it was a it was a dope night. And then Saturday night I actually uh went to go see 
uh, danger, mm-hmm. even though I was struggling from Harriet. Yeah, man, you look like you were like hanging on the speaker. <laughs> man, I was I was just tired. Like yeah. I didn't have coffee. Like, and that's my normal routine, especially if I'm gonna be up at 10 a.m. Yeah, or yeah, 9 a.m. Yeah. That was a long and, day. Um, the event ended at five, and then we went straight to Harriet's and um, great energy. Many trips to the bar. Yeah, we uh, for, we left there. If, yeah, if if that first question of like, Mike, do you buy drinks? Yeah, oh, yeah, I paid yeah. for oh, some yeah, drinks. Okay. We know that. We know you do it for us. My, Mickey Look, hey, it was a good time. I had a great time. Um, I had to wait for the surcharge to go down a little bit before I went home. Uh, it was originally an eighty dollar. Uh, <laughs> Uber right. back when it should have been like twenty seven. Hey, but, but uh, at least you caught a ride with me, so you saved money there. Too, on yeah. the way there, yeah, 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 yeah you, on you, the way there. Yeah. But uh, it was thirty two bucks when I finally was like, "All right, I'm out." I gotta get up I, out of here. Very quick goodbyes, <laughs> like, and out we out. So I uh, got home, and I almost didn't make it out because I, I, I took a nap, mm. and I was fighting. But you know, I got there at twelve thirty, right when uh, Danger got on and dropped his intro, and I could give you a little bit of feedback. Yeah. From the outside, yeah. and as a playhouse, uh, like resident, resident, mm-hmm. um, and Rel asked me how you did, and I was like, "I'm gonna tell you in person," because I wanted. I figured telling each other on the pod is the best, and this yeah. is our way of, you know, being transparent with the fans and everything. I think you actually your set. You're not giving your set a, enough credit. Mm-hmm. I think you played all the right records, and I play. I think you you did the right things. In the beginning, you were going too fast. And like you could have slowed it down mm-hmm. and on the mic and then on the mic, it's just a little bit more confidence, yeah. but like, or also not talking over the music, like dropping that volume makes such a big yeah, difference. Yeah. I didn't drop the volume. And like, I would try to point out to you like who's spending money and things like yeah, that. You did. Yeah. And I think, but I think your set was dope. Like mm-hmm. there was some shit in there that I was like, Ooh, like, yeah. That and like just how you're talking about four colors, Zach inspired you to do some shit. I was like, oh, I, that inspired me to like want to like go back home and like download a couple records and mess around with it. So I think you did a solid job. Well, not not thank you, not to cut you off, but I really wish our our listeners could go to Playhouse and get Look, and catch a vibe because I'm yeah. telling you, it's like nothing else I've ever seen or done. That's why I was up for the challenge. Absolutely. And <laughs> should we sell the inside? story about uh one of our friends hitting me up and saying if me and you don't get along oh (laughs) (laughs) remember that he told me about that (laughs) if we don't get it share it i don't care okay sure so like so somebody hit me up and they're like yo i saw danger oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. (laughs) so he's like yo you got a promoter uh or uh, let's just say a a booker uh hit me up is, is more accurate description of this person but a booker hit me up and he was like Yo, do you and Danger not get along anymore? <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, we're straight. He goes, oh, because I saw he was booked at Playhouse. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, well, I'm assuming you had something to do with it. I'm like, I didn't book him, but, like, I, I put some dots together. and they Are they connected? And, you know, they made it happen. He goes, oh, so you don't like him? And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what you t-? And then they're like, what time is he on? I was like, 1230. He goes, oh, you really don't like him. And I'm wow. like, I'm still like, it's got to go over my head because it's happening through text. And finally, I'm like, oh, you're think- you're saying that I'm setting him up to get embarrassed. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just because they-, they knew someone who's like a high profile hip hop DJ. Yeah. And they bombed in that room. And-, yeah. and it's not to their fault. Again, 
I wouldn't even call it Harvard because Harvard isn't really a difficult school. It's just for networking. Yeah, but yeah. like call it, I don't know, the Columbia, if you will, of of <laughs> schools. Shout out to the Sean Harris in the building. He got moves. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but we almost lost the light. We almost right lost Sean, the light. Sean like, Harris cat-like <laughs> reflexes. <laughs> like a mongoose over there. <laughs> like a spider monkey. Like a spider monkey. <laughs> <laughs> go, go ahead. Anyway. Uh, so, so jokingly, this guy thought I'll, I, I set you up to go embarrass yourself or something, yeah. but no, yeah. like it's, it's, it is truly one of the most interesting rooms in LA, if not the country, I think. And I mean, once you, once you find that groove with them, yeah, like it is an amazing fun room and it's as like, it was slammed. Like it yeah. was slammed in there. I didn't, I couldn't walk around. I knew all the little secret hideouts. Mm-hmm. It was hard to get around there. So, yeah. um, but overall it was a great night. Yeah. Once yeah. you find your. No. And, and like, and I, I continue to have fun. Like, even though, cause normally when you feel like shit after your set, you don't, you kind of just want to crawl in a hole and disappear. Yeah. But I was like, yeah. man, fuck it, whatever. It's all good. I'm going to have fun. So, um, I'm saying that because after that I was dancing with Sam. Yeah. And uh, and you got it on video. Yeah. So then, um, mom and dad, Omar. Yeah, you said mom and dad. Omar XV, big ups to him. Um, he runs a dope party out in um, Lock and Key called uh, Thanks for the Invites, like a monthly. Yeah. He booked you for your dancing. No, oh. not yet. <laughs> not I go yet. viral. <laughs> at me, bro. At no. So he says a lot of rhythm here, and I said just enough to make the cut. He says, you have some white blood in you, don't you? I said, one-fourth. He said, damn, that quarter is strong. <laughs> that quarter privilege hits different. I, wow. said, it's, I said, it's holding me back. <laughs> so shout out to him for shitting on me. That's funny. That was good. I needed that last Sunday morning. Yeah, and it was even better that you were holding your water bottle like a 40. Like, <laughs> I just needed that paper bag, bro. Yeah. Wow. Oh, man, eight ball, crazy horse. Oh my gosh! Uh, Sam had a good names? time though, right? Oh man, I grew. I got. I got old. I got older brothers, bro. Come on, yeah, brass that's monkey. True. That's right. Come that's on, true. man. You do have older brothers. Sam was yeah. having a good time though. She was. Sam had a good. She asked me how you said. I said I did not like. She's like, what? What? I was like, no, yeah. We had sex later on that night. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> that's why Sam's a good woman. That's why. She <laughs> hey, she get a little bit of liquor in here, man. It's speaking of liquor, I we were, I was trying to get her to drink a, a, enough, you know, so you had a good time. Um, man, playhouse is a problem when you drink too much. Uh, yeah, yeah. Listen, I know. That's why I don't go to playhoffs no more. Yeah. When's no, the last time you even had a shot? For those that don't know, Danger Zone does not drink at or all, or smoke, or do anything. Yeah. Well, no one, said, no one was with me on my birthday this past birthday, so it wasn't then. Wow, wow, um, wow. Way to bring that wow. up. Wow. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so um, no, I, I, I don't know. Maybe with. I don't know. I, think, I, I do I, my I, birthday had, shots. You, on birthdays in April. So I think you did one at DJ's wedding, didn't you? No, no I didn't no, do no, one no. At, at that wedding. Um, we still love you, DJ. Um, I, I told him shot. at his next wedding. Guy. I'm kidding. Wow. Wow. I'm kidding. Yo, chill. That's the homies. Rocky, we love Rocky. We love you, Rocky. We love Rocky. Rocky. Rocky will the fight you. Like when Mike asked us if we uh, DJ a wedding twice for the same person, Paris Paul said he said I did. Yeah. Like, I, he was like, I, I DJed for uh, a guy that got married twice. You well, got to be careful because you might be the bad luck charm in that whole marriage situation. Who, me? No, I'm saying the DJ. Oh, just in, oh yeah, Maybe that's what I'm saying. DJ, well, Paris like, covers a different range of, you Yeah, know. that nigga old. So shout out to Paris. <laughs> I was being nice. Uh, okay. I mean, I shit on Paris all You're day. You're like, Yeah. <laughs> that's y'all relationship. Yeah, that's just us. <laughs> anyway, um, 
when was the last time you drank so much that you were unable to DJ? I'm sorry. Finish your set. Never. Never. I mean, I'm not going with. Let me tell you something about Rel. I've never. Listen, go ahead. Talk <laughs> Let me tell me. you something. <laughs> this is the this is the uh, amazement of alcohol. Okay, we were we did a, a three day weekend in Vegas. Uh, Andre Cox was there, <laughs> and it was like 2011, and it turned out to be like a five day weekend. It, it was Memorial Day Yo, weekend. Man, it was like listen. five days. Yo, this dude. Wait, see, I'll miss my birthday clearly. Yeah, definitely. Fuck yeah. Um, so this dude, we're, we're, we're in the, at the Palms. We're doing Moon. We're staying at the Fantasy Tower. So we're oh, super yeah, filling yeah, ourselves. Yeah, we got yeah, the presidential yeah, yeah, suite, yeah. super keep filling ourselves. Keep in mind, wait, before you continue, keep in mind, I was working a nine-to-five job, right? I just got off work. I haven't eaten shit yeah. all day. I went straight to the airport, caught a flight, and met them out there because they yeah. drove out there, I think, either the day before or earlier in the day. You've had a nine-to-five job? Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. We'll okay. get back to that. So, uh, so, 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 Rel is on the elevator with DJ, and DJ, I wasn't there for this, but DJ said this dude was so blacked out. Yo. There was a guy standing next to him, and Rel just dropped his head on the guy's shoulder. DJ was holding me up, and he was just like, he was holding me up, and I just put my head on the other dude, and this dude was like, yo, bro. And I just looked at him. <laughs> like, my elbows, man. man you here, nigga? Like, be yeah. helpful or move the fuck out of the way. That's how I looked at so, it. So then Rel gets off the elevator, and as the doors are opening, I'm about to get on the elevator. And the look on Rel's face, he looked like a completely different person because he was blacked out. I was I, I, And I, if DJ wasn't with him, I would have thought it was someone else. Like, that's just, it's just amazing to me what alcohol can do right. to the way you look. And he just, you can, it's written all over his face. Man. Yeah, that was, yeah, that, that, was, was tight. that was I probably like that. one of the baddest nights I've ever had. I've <laughs> that was had dope. A, DJ a, a couple of DJ those. Rob. But as far as, I wasn't DJing that night. No, um, no. I was just right. those guys out there to have some fun. But as far as DJing, I, it never happened to me where I couldn't finish my set. Right. Like, if I felt like I was getting to that point, I would stop, right. finish my set, then go do dumb shit and you know what I mean. Finish finish off the night, right. blacking out somewhere. So it hasn't. I haven't gotten to the point where I got so drunk that I couldn't finish my set. Right. I have an adorable little story about taking a shot and DJing while I was okay. While I was dealing with that. Yeah. We did my birthday. Um, uh, my birthday. We had a booking in Mexico with Fu, mm-hmm. and uh, during shots. I took a long, it was like a four second shot out the bottle. Seems like an appropriate Drop. song to do that to. <laughs> yeah. And, and I, you know, I, I usually dropped the song, but I couldn't, I had to go out in front and showcase my shot. And, right. uh, when I got back in the booth, I swear to God, that shit, my toes started tingling <laughs> and the sensation worked itself up my whole, I felt the sensation work itself up through my legs and my arms off my chest off of one long shot bro <laughs> what are, what and i'm like i i need to drink something else and i'm just like i got i'm like i need water i'm drinking red bull and water and sam was there like and some of them were just standing there laughing i mean like yo he's like low-key drunk you know right and and <laughs> eventually was- once it got to like the tip of my uh head it i mean my my scalp it, it eventually went away but I never felt a rush like that in my life. <laughs> you, got, you got your bus exorcist. <laughs> <laughs> I exercised the demons. Oh, man. <laughs> it, it, it was out of here. <laughs> that's, that's my alcohol tolerance of a seven-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, another time I took a shot with Abner at a, at a, at a Sean Antonio party, and the room was dark. And I took a shot, some Jaeger bullshit, and Yo, I lifted Jaeger my bomb. head up, Sh- and, and, and the room was spinning, and Abner's trying to talk to me, and I'm trying to like act like I'm cool. And he's like, and he asked me a question, and he cuts himself. I was like, are you, what, are you okay? Are you drunk right now? I'm like, bro, I just took a shot. I don't know what happened. Yo, man. Yeah, man. What about you? What about my you? shot experience? When, when, yeah, uh, like, when's the last time, or have you ever? Okay, uh, there's only there's drunk? been only once ever where I couldn't finish my set. Was I there? No, but you were definitely there when I was slumped over and threw up in a bush in Long oh, Beach. I still got video of that shit, yo. I still. Oh, got I that have on that picture laptop. somewhere. <laughs> Why everybody got footage? Yo, I got, <laughs> I footage got that, of that picture somewhere. I think I asked you. I was like, you can keep it. Yeah, just, but I said, I just, didn't post it. just yeah. don't post it, please. <laughs> Mickey War. It's probably really pixelated Man, it and is. off like a Nokia I think phone. I had it all, I recorded it off a of Blackberry. Probably. Just to let you know how old it was. It was like the first ever yeah. video <laughs> app ever. But uh, I remember that one because as I was throwing up, they were like, some guy walks by and he's like, hey, that's the, that's the DJ. DJ. And I'm like, that's right, motherfucker. <laughs> he's like, yo, that's the DJ. He's <laughs> fucked up. I'm like, yes, I am. <laughs> but oh, uh, uh, no, the only time I couldn't finish my set was actually in Santa Barbara. And toxic, yes, tonic, tonic that's what it's called. It, but Matty Matt, but they were toxic to your liver. Oh, yeah, that party and shout out to Maddie Matt, um, and, and everybody over there at, in Santa Barbara. I used to have a monthly there early on, and I went with our boy Horacio. Oh man, and and it, clearly by the reaction from Rel, we all know where this is going, but. So it was like Horacio had been there like once. Like, you know, he got the taste of Santa Barbara. He's like, oh, man, this place is popping. It's oh. college. Like, like, and, you know, he's like OG Mexican. He probably They're had totally a higher tolerance than Joe at like four, right? Because they like put beer <laughs> yeah. in your bottle when you're Mexican, like yeah. OG with the sombrero. Yep. So, like, he, he just has it in his blood to drink. And uh, we went uh, to Tonic, and he got a hotel room. And I'm like, yo, like, I, I usually just go. At the time, uh, Gramsci was helping me out with all my DJ stuff. So mm. we'd drive places and come right back same night. Yeah. So he got a hotel where he wants to pregame. I'm like, dude, I've never pregamed in my life mm. before Tonic. Sounds because like a bad idea. when you walk in a Tonic, you are welcomed by the general manager. They, yep. they <laughs> encourage, <laughs> like, for you to drink. And I remember specifically that night, like, I had just – like won some mixed contests and like I was like really feeling myself and like having a great time and we go through a bottle of tequila by eight o'clock at the hotel room. Jesus. Then they decide to go to the liquor store to get another bottle. Right. I'm not on till eleven thirty because over there at eleven thirty it's like a flip of a switch. Yeah. Everybody pulls up in the in the party bus and then by one thirty everybody's out oh. ghost, right? So they get the other bottle of tequila. I don't, I'm like, I think I managed to like dodge that. And I remember walking in the tonic on cue, GM walks up. All right, to the bar. Okay, follow him to the bar. We're all at the bar. 12 shots of tequila, all lined up. There's a bunch of us. Jesus Christ. So boom, I get my, I get my, my shot and I'm looking at Gramsci. I'm like, Gramsci, if you, if I'm going to survive tonight, I need to fake this and I need you to drink my drink. He goes, I got you. Cause at this point I'm like, I don't know who's driving home. So I faked it. 
And then I give it to him and somebody called me out for, for passing it off. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, you know, like I drank a lot. No, no, no. You have to drink. I'm like, so I, I took the shot. Then we get to the booth about to go on. They're like, what do you want? What are you drinking tonight? And I think at the time it was really popular to drink crown. That's um, just what they drink out there. Is that's crown. what they drink over. Yeah. In yeah. Santa Barbara specifically. Yeah. And so they would always drink that. And so I think I just said that just cause I was like, oh, it's going to be one drink. No, then you see the sparklers come out, and you're like, oh, here's a bottle of Crown. And then all I remember is two more drinks. And uh, it just, after that, it was kind of a blur. And what I do remember was, before I completely blacked out, I played a couple records, and at the time I had a lot of sets, kind of like back-to-back songs, mini sets. Yeah. And I remember going through my history, and I got through... Like my set mm-hmm. until I dropped one song and I fell back. And luckily there was a wall because or else I would have been on the floor. And then I so I, I get back. I fall. I mean, I, I fall back on the wall. I get back up and everybody looks at me and they're like, yo, like you good. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm straight. I'm straight. I'm straight. I'm keep playing. Maddie Mac comes up and I'm like, I think I, my blending starts to. Fall off a little bit. My timing is a little off, yeah. right? Latency. Yeah, a little latency. <laughs> Bluetooth you know, latency. It was, like, it was like the phase you before the little, phases. Yeah. Yeah. A little stutter in your, uh, yeah. in your a little, little situation. You know, so, something wasn't working. My Wi-Fi was on. I don't know. But <laughs> I like, then Manny Matt comes up and he's like, yo, like, you don't, don't even worry about, you know, you're good. Like, we're still going to pay you. Like, but I think we're going to have Curly jump back on. And then, who was the opener? Shout out yeah. to Curly. And I was like, <laughs> Okay, nobody, don't don't ever do this. Okay, I do not condone this behavior. Mickey and Joe are being transparent today, boy. I looked at Maddie Matt, who did all the bookings, and said, "Back the fuck up." This is my <laughs> set. Shit, talk to him. I said, talk "Back the him. fuck up." This is my set. I'm gonna finish it. Mm. I played two more records, and all I remember is Horacio carried me through the dance floor. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember. Good thing Horacio's a big dude. Yo, no. nobody else would have been able to carry me at the time. And all I remember is like, <coughs> Gramsci's getting my backpack together or trying to finish my set. I don't know which one, but like he's doing one or the other. He did a great job. Everything was in my bag the next day. <laughs> but I do remember also being carried across the dance floor and it was kind of like a straight shot situation. There was definitely no like getting around. So like, I remember we almost like, I'm pretty, it was like the scene in Lion King. Like we just trampled over some people. Oh <laughs> like, there was like a girl in the way. <laughs> she was a victim. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't even think that's an aggressive enough laugh to how bad this was. <laughs> I don't know what else you want me to do here. <laughs> I got no more pads. <laughs> <laughs> but we, so we get out and then it was like, it was like a, out of the hangover. All I remember is uh, getting put in the cab and the door closing. And then it was like daytime. Damn. Damn. With like, a, like door closing with the reverb. <laughs> like, yeah. And it was just Heavy like, so when reverb. you woke up the next morning, like what, how did you feel? Like, okay. So rewind the whole night back. Okay. So I felt like uh, I slept under a really heavy door and like, the blanket was the door, and I had to just like, <laughs> like, you had to fight like, it off you. Like, Get off me! And, and the funniest part was here's the bad part. So we were supposed to go home. Clearly, none of those options were safe at all. And we got back to the hotel room. Woke up in the hotel room. I'm on the bed with like the the bottom bottom sheet. You know, like, yeah. like, like, like the prequel. 
to the to the wow. setup, and I'm like freezing. It's just mattress and and thin sheet, and I look down on the floor, and I'm waking up slowly, and I'm like looking around, and on the floor is Gramsci, like with no shirt on, jeans on, and like wrapped up like a burrito in like the main sheet, and then boy. Somebody was like laid out on the couch. Somebody else was laid on a chair. I get up. I go to the bathroom. I find Horacio in the bathtub. Nice. Wow. Nice. That's a space. <laughs> and so I'm like, we need to get out of here. And we yeah. just run off and go off. So anyway, that was my the one time I couldn't finish <coughs> yeah. my set. You so it was finish. pretty bad. Yeah, it sounds like it. But you learned from it. Oh, I've never since then gotten that bad during a set. Yeah. Other than maybe my birthday at Playhouse, because the hospitality was over the top uh, that night. Yeah, but, I left early before it got out. But of I, yeah, 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 and I, I yeah, but well, uh, it seems like we're gonna ruin the fun of all this uh, uh, and the fun of this conversation of drinking, the joys that we get from getting blacked out. Because what we're about to talk about <laughs> is. As how to get through a night without drinking. That, how to do the exact opposite. Oh, yeah. that's a really easy conversation for you. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. I'm gonna I'm gonna um, give this to you guys to because uh, in some cases I can speak on this stuff, but in the case of st- not drinking while being a heavy drinker or some sort of drinker, um, you know that's for, I think that's for you guys. Drinking, you make it sound like we're alcoholics. Or something well, there like are that, DJs that are alcoholics, real believe that, and they they don't even realize they're alcoholics. Uh. Well, to me, to me, an al- okay, not an alcoholic. Let me. I don't want to attack anybody. <laughs> People Rush. come after me, but I, I do think that if you ever get to the point where you're by yourself and doing it to like get away from a emotion, that is the beginning stages of a problem to yeah. to some issues. Now, having. I, I'm not a guy that drinks a lot of wine, but I, I do hear that that's relaxing or a nice way to end the night. So, um, sure. But when it comes to like getting through a night and maybe this is where we can make the conversation interesting is, uh, getting through the night, not drinking with the people that you're working with or the people that booked you, you know, I think that can be a little that's tough, tough yeah. because you're trying to keep the relationship cool and not to say that the relationship won't be cool if you don't drink, but it seems like it's a better play to have a good night or good yeah. time with that you person. You want to show them you have, you know how to have a good time or you want to have a good time. Yeah. So yeah. it's kind of, yeah. In that scenario, I guess it depends on the scenario. I've done San Diego, like you said. I'll drive to San Diego, do my set, and drive home. Right. So I don't drink because I have to drive home. So I've done it plenty of times without drinking and getting through my set finally. But – I'm not entertain. I don't. Ha- I'm not forced to entertain anybody or you know politic with the Booker or right. whoever at that time. You well, know well I think you guys are in different. Well, all three of us are in different spaces now, where we really don't feel like we need to go out and prove something. But if you can speak to your younger self, let's say nine years ago, when you were trying to get the attention of Bookers, and when you were hungry, you're trying to make a name for yourself, and you're, you're squeaking into every little crevice to get the a Booker's attention and you know, get booked or whatever. I think you guys should speak to that. Cause I think that's where most of our listeners are. It's like, how can I, how can I network with the booker or how can I just live a healthier lifestyle by, by just not drinking as much? Like what's, how can I crack that code? I think there's just, you just learn a balance. It's not yeah. so much that you stop. I think you just learn yeah. that like first and foremost, like there's really small, like 
kind of I don't know rules that you go by, which is like number one, you stick to one kind of liquor. Yeah, like yeah. clear, dark, or or if it's tequila, stated tequila, like don't like jump around and do different liquors <laughs> or, and then mix in beer and whatever else. That's typically one of the young mistakes that I would make. Is like, oh yeah, like if you've been drinking uh, vodka the whole night and then out of nowhere, here comes somebody with Patron at the time. Disgusting, by the way, now. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> the is. palate has elevated. Yeah, but, for real. Like, but at the time, you would be like, yeah, like, Patron shots, right? Yeah. And, like, Ciroc. Sky, Sky Vodka. Sky Vodka. Jesus. Oh, anyway, Zimas. Uh, <laughs> white Claws. <laughs> white Claws. <laughs> yeah, don't be mixing White Claws and tequila. It's a bad combo. But... um. So you would do that back in the day and then you'd end up with these huge hangovers and, yeah. you know, now I'm not going to be shy. And I, I mean, I got the money to just say I'll buy my own shot exactly. so I can yeah. stick to the type of liquor that I'm drinking. That, that's rule number one. Number two is drinking a glass or a bottle of water for every two drinks, yeah. like always being hydrated and just kind of being prepared. And since you start to, I don't know, since I've made those adjustments, like I haven't had any situations where I felt overly... Um, drunk. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to tell a younger. It's it's hard to tell a younger person in their you know early twenties not to be reckless. You know what I'm saying? Like, true. If there's a time for you to be reckless, that's usually the time. Especially if you're in the industry or you know trying to get into the industry, and you just like to socially drink. Yeah. Right. And you know, obviously that works in your favor when you're networking, when you know you're out and politicking with other people, and you're drinking and having a good time. So it's kind of hard not to do it. It's just be responsible about it. Like, yeah. okay, if you're going to drink, go ahead, drink, have a good time. Know your limits. Yeah. You know when you get to that point where you'd be like, I'm fucked up. You should stop right, right then and there. You know what I mean? But I think people try to prove a point or whatever the case is, they they go uh, past their, their point and that's yeah. when it's all downhill from there. And I think that's, that's the mental thing that, I yeah. think Mickey was speaking on this is basically knowing that and being like, okay, I need now is the time where responsibility really is kicking in and I need to, you know, set foot for it and just cut it out and just it's okay. Like nobody's gonna get mad. Clearly you had a couple of drinks and you'd be like, yo, I'm good right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? So just kind of be responsible about it and understand like we're not saying don't drink, but obviously don't be a, a dick about it or an asshole about it. Well, you know, like I remember Sprite told me, um, Back in days, he would he wouldn't drink during the week because he knew that yeah. when he would he when he go out and do DJ bookings, he'd want to hang out and do that whole thing. And he, so he would drink water throughout the whole week. And he, you know he has a nine to five, so he drinks water throughout the whole week. And then then he would drink the hard stuff um, on the weekends. But now he just does Bud Lights or Budweisers. Yeah. Just give him a six pack of some Bud Light, and he's good. But I you know I want to dig a little deeper for the listeners. And I think anytime there's an issue or you have a problem, <clears throat> um, I think you need to dig a little deeper and figure out where it's stemming from, whether it's whether it is a drinking problem or whether it's just uh, trying to prove a point to someone and be down. Um, what I'm into right now is like brain hacking, life hacking. Uh, so I'm reading more books on on how the brain works. Um, you know, it's like trying to keep up with those freaking words is ridiculous. Yeah. But uh, it's, you know, super scientific, but I want to know why I crave this at this point and why this is happening at that time. And I feel like if, if you really want to adjust it, fix it, adjust it, however you want to look at it, I think you need to 
figure out what makes you tick and dig a little deeper. Like there's, there's books out there on how the brain works, how the mind works. And I feel like in the entrepreneur world, um, that hits home because everyone's trying to find a life hack or, you know, everyone's trying to improve one way or another. So, you know, one book that I can recommend is, um, actually, I, I think the name of it's called the five second rule or look up five seconds. And her whole thing is count down five, four, three, two, one, and then move on. You know what I mean? Um, and, uh, I mean, there's, I, I <clears throat> there's a ton of books out there to do all that stuff, but can you give us a couple of excerpts from the book <laughs> that maybe like are key points? Cause, um, give me a second here. Let me see what I have. I mean, I, I don't know any excerpts off the top. Well, just keeping it back on the, the club stuff while Joe looks that up for a sec. Um, I think also one of the, one of the tidbits that we can give is like, learn how to pump fake, like look like you're drinking, but not actually drink. You know, when you, uh, Joe mentioned when networking or, uh, working, uh, getting to like work with bookers and stuff like that to like buy people drinks. And I think sometimes there's a, you may look like you're drinking, but you could get, I don't know, a ginger ale or like a water in a cup with a glass. Yeah, because it is visual. Because when they see you without a drink or you with the water, honestly, like some some bookers feel like lushes and feel like assholes when it's just me and him or me and her drink or uh, together, and it's they they have a a cup of alcohol and I don't, yeah. So they they feel like oh shit, like this guy cares about his body, he cares about himself, and I'm over here feeling like I need a drink to get through the night, yeah. And you got you got to be careful because that can make someone feel like crap. And but there's nothing you can do about it other than. Like Mike said, have a cup of ginger ale or something with, you know, it looks like, a, I don't know, a Coke or, or something. Make just having anything see, physically yeah. in your hand that you can like cheers to or just like kind of share in the experience of the night, I think goes a long way to making them feel not alone in the situation, yeah. I think. I mean, and that so, scenario works if you're the one buying the drinks, you know what I'm saying, yeah. as opposed True. to someone else. Yeah. Because my thing is I always feel like shit when someone is spending their own money on buying me a drink and yeah. I don't drink it or I pretend like I'm going to drink it and I kind of just hold it there. Yeah. And you let the ice melt in it and it just goes yeah. to waste. Like I always feel like an asshole because I personally feel like if I offer to buy you a drink, regardless of what our relationship is and you say, yeah, that means you know, you don't, I'm not forcing you. I'm just being generous, but I get what you're saying. Like that may rub some people the wrong way. If you're sitting there just being like, and they might clown you. You'd be like, Oh, I, I want a ginger ale. The yeah. Fuck a ginger ale with yeah. your stomach hurt, nigga. Like you know what I mean. Like so, I get where that is. So I guess that scenario works if you're the one buying the drinks. Yeah, I've so had so, I've had someone say you you want juice like I was a fucking child. <laughs> we got, <laughs> and I'm like, no, motherfucker, I don't want juice. <laughs> we got Capri Suns in the back. What you want, a Martinelli? <laughs> Shit, man. You want some OJ? Ah, I want the purple stuff. <laughs> I want that purple want stuff. Let me get you a Capri oh, Sun. Um, well, you know, we went to that um, event, the Young and Reckless event. One thing we were reminded of was be the person you you want to uh, you want to be, or that you how do you say be the person you want to be in the future. Like if you want to be a the, that business <laughs> guy, you got to look the part, look the part, feel the part, act the part. Yeah. So in the bigger picture, if you want to be this big old grand great. DJ that has this awesome business, you got to start acting like it. If you're going out and getting sloppy drunk, then it's on, it's going to slow you down. 
And I also feel like when people know you, when you're busy trying to show out and show that you're down and you can hang out, like you're, you're also sending a message that this is who I am and this is who, and they're going to want you for those entertainment purposes. Like, Hey, that's the guy that gets drunk. Oh, get drunk guy. Like there's a lot of guys that are just sideshows and they're known for being that. Yeah. But those guys are getting, a lot of those guys are getting booked because fine. Right. Right. But, but so, so here's my point. Eventually that's just going to kill you. Right. And also, and also you, you, you become known as that guy and eventually you're going to want to slow down. You're not going to want to do this rock star shit for life. You're going to want to slow down. And when you're not that guy, then business may drop. I, we know uh, one of the biggest DJs who he told me he, when he went sober, his bottle popper stopped spending money to come see him. Yeah. Like it hurt his business because he was known as that guy that got drunk. Yeah. So I guess do what you got to do, but you, you have to figure out, a, you have to find a happy medium to where there, there's a balance and where you can turn that down and not make them feel like shit or not make them feel like, this guy's outgrowing us and he's maturing and we're still acting like little kids. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, it's hard to say because at the end of the day, we are in the business of selling alcohol. Yeah. That is what pays for us. And that's what pays for the nightclub and that's yeah. what pays for the venue. So to go and like kind of, you know, shine light on, you know, the, the health part of it is great. And it's something that I think we all will eventually have to take ownership of, of our bodies and it's great to advise and, and, you know, it's nothing that we don't all know that it's, it's a negative contribution to our health. Yeah. yeah. But we also have to kind of, you know, in, in many ways, if we know that it will, it'll affect our business, if we don't go out there and, and play the fun role and, you know, you want to come back, you want to, if the venue is the hospitality is there and the people that, that come to see you are, you know, drinking, like, you kind of have to play that role in, in some ways. Uh, but I think that also comes, that's part of our conversation, right? Like yeah. you're, you're in a different role where you just don't drink and you know, you know, you're very disciplined in that sense. And I think we all respect that. Um, but we also, Danger zone. all right. Give you're it feeling yourself. Relax. Oh, absolutely. So just trying to give you your flowers. Thank you. But just remember, if you Nikki die before us, <laughs> damn, what an asshole he was as he took a drop. <laughs> Roy, what you say, bro? He's like, if he dies before us, you, you gonna laugh. You motherfuckers want me to die before you so you can prove a point. Whoa, so you can whoa, stand over my whoa, grave and be whoa, like, look, whoa, I told whoa, you, motherfucker, whoa, you ain't going to outlive me. Whoa, Sean knows what whoa, I'm talking about. Whoa. I don't want you to die. <laughs> you prefer harsh. me die before no, you. No. You don't want me to die, but you'd rather yeah. me die before you so you can is, prove a point. All I'm saying is, if you for some ha- for some reason happen to go before most of us, then you know. Look, you know, he was the he was the the healthier, the clean choice. You know, what if, I mean? if I die throw, for health purposes, saying? is that what you're saying? No, I'm not saying you. I mean, at the end of the day, that you, would be more like, ironic. You can, but you can, anyone could die. You can walk outside right now and get hit by a bus. Knock on wood. I'm not saying that, but yeah. that accidents happen. So what I'm saying is, don't worry, buses stop at 9 p.m. Accidents in happen all the time. We can't control. We don't know how we're gonna go. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, at the end of the day, if I enjoy having a drink, I'm going to have a drink. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying, but I'm not saying being a square. I'm not saying what you're doing, I'm not saying what you're doing is is being a square. You know what I mean? You know, like, okay, I can hire my chances of living longer by taking care of my body and not, yeah. you know, putting this poison. Well, into what my we're body. all saying is just monitor your shit. Drink responsibly. <laughs> drink responsibly. Or monitor. Don't look, drink and smoke weed. Look, the That's key, what I do. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, do that shit. <laughs> shit. You might as well. Are you yeah, more, are you oh, like, never mind. I won't get into the weed thing. 
I was gonna yeah, start, yeah. start a whole conversation. No, thing. clearly not yeah. him. Oh, okay. He doesn't smoke <laughs> weed anyways, by the way. Yeah. Either. Joe's clean. Straight yeah. edge. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Salute. <laughs> I'm surprised Thank you didn't been Yes, sir. What I was gonna say was, yeah, no, um, obviously the key is uh to control it and not let it control you, right? So right. that is the like many other things in life, if you're just on top of those things and um, I'll say, and not giving myself kudos, but definitely giving real kudos. I would like to think that our circle for the most part uh, is well aware of number one, their tolerance level, yeah, their ability absolutely. to what they're controlling. And, um, you know, we just want to, I don't know, talk about our experiences with that. You and, don't feel like there was a point in your, in your DJ career where, you were going down a downward spiral over drinking or no nah. substance. Nikki, I'm not talking to you. <laughs> just, Mickey War. I'm oh, talking to me. Mike. Danger zone. You ever feel like you were just like DJ Rob. Like you had a day DJ where you were like, yo, I'm like it has to stop because it's no longer a social thing. I'm not doing it to be social or use utilizing it to, you know, whatever. Network, promote, I mean, whatever, you know. Whatever it is, that you I don't think say. I I don't think I've ever had a moment in my life where I drank where it wasn't social. Um, I, I would to this day like I've I can safely say I've never had a drink without anyone else in the room. Like, yeah, like you just not drinking. I've by yourself, never yeah. had that, and uh, no matter what emotional roller coaster I've ever been on, like I don't think I've ever resorted to something that would numb the pain per yeah. se. Um, I have been in the position where I've dated somebody who did like to drink mm-hmm. a lot. And I was, a, I would say, let's not use the word victim, but I would get <laughs> caught in kind of the lazy river of following their lead and gotcha. wanting to yeah. fit in with her lifestyle. Just to make her yeah. feel comfortable. Yeah. Got you. And uh, I think to a certain level, that's fine. Obviously, but then I would find myself like always having a certain champagne or a certain alcohol in the in the fridge. And, you know, when I realized that that isn't who I was and, you know, it was kind of like the moment of maturity and understanding like like I'm not going to do this shit to fit in. I'm going to do it because every now and then it it's in the right environment with the right people. And I think yeah, yeah. that's more of the, the case it was. Right. Yeah. So. Shit, when I was at Harris, I haven't seen Andre and the squad in a while. So yeah, so we, I was yeah, we like, let's up. drink. Yeah. We turned up on Saturday. Yeah, we so definitely did. It was it was a good time though. But like you said, it was a situation where we haven't seen each other. We haven't all been in the same space in a long yeah. time. So it was a bit of a celebration for us. So we had a couple of drinks, but we didn't. I was able to finish my set. You know what I mean? I wasn't yeah, to yeah, the yeah. point where like yo, I couldn't hear the music because the sound system just wasn't the best. Right. But you know what I mean? For what I heard, it didn't sound too bad. So I was, was like, good, okay. Solid. They would be like, no, you, you sound good. I'm you know like, how I know cool. you weren't drunk? Because oh. you weren't angry. Rel's an no. angry drunk. I'm not, am when, I I'm around, drunk? when I'm around, Rel's an, when, when I'm around, so, Rel's an so angry what's drunk. Rel be like, Rel be like wanting to throw so elbows at me a, and push me. We got a room full of people in here who know me. Yeah. And all experienced me while I bring I'm out drunk. the worst in you. Is that what hey, you're saying? Hey, man, listen. If the shoe fits. You better control yourself, bro. If the shoe fits. I got this book called Five Second Rule. Listen. Pass it on, brother. Are you, are you gonna Simon find, Sinek? Are you gonna find this pic- Sinek pictures work? of food on the floor? <laughs> <laughs> oh my oh, gosh! Man. Anyway, I, should we wrap this up? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
Well, that does it for episode 16. 16. Yeah. DSC says. We're back at the Mag Park, by the way. We are. Mm-hmm. www.themagpark.com. Yeah, I hope you guys like the new location. At the Mag Park. We might keep it here. We're good. We're, uh, we're enjoying the new location. Yes, we are. It is a uh, real convenient. Convenient drive mm-hmm. from all of our homes. And uh, shout out to the Valley. Shout out to the Valley. But that does it for us. Episode 16. Thank you guys for tuning in.